Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Wild cards have all been sorted for the NFL playoffs and the Warriors are always top of mind with our next guest who is Gerard Cronin. He's the man behind Warriors Anonymous who who actually uh, helped produce that song and probably was his idea with his team, Up the Wars. We might even have a look at that a little bit later on, Brian. Uh, but I want to talk to him because he loves his NFL uh, about the wild card playoffs. And, and Gerard, I've got to say, uh, Jacksonville dropping the ball and handing Pittsburgh uh, and the Bills a playoff spot, that's that's a hard one. Yeah, look, uh, it's, it's a tricky one with the um, the Jags. Uh, I'm with you. For all money, they seemed like that they were, you know, heading along to the uh, to the dance. But um, unfortunately, uh, it all just kind of went pear-shaped in the end for them. Um, I do know that in playing against the Titans, they're such a, a spoiling type of team and they've done it to a number of teams over the years. So uh, they went from being, you know, the, the Jags went from being certainties to get through and, and uh, you know, make another playoff run. But, um, yeah, as you say, unfortunately, uh, it, it all fell flat. And, uh, and poor old Trevor, um, you know, the, the hair looked good, but um, the play wasn't uh, quite to match. I need to ask you one thing because I don't understand how the Buffalo Bills can finish top of the conference but could also miss out. How does that work? So they go to a wild card weekend. Yeah, I tell you what, they've, uh, they've left their run pretty late. They were sitting at 6-6 uh, six and six at the midway point of the season and we're really just trying to... Uh, they were playing sudden death, really, for about the last uh, five or six weeks. So um, somehow or other, they just sort of snuck in the side door there and uh, and all of a sudden, uh, with a little bit of capitulation from Miami, another team who was flying, mm. uh, and then all of a sudden uh, the Bills have just swept in um, without really you know anyone kind of expecting too much of them. They've, they haven't. I wouldn't say they've played lights out the Bills, but um, they, they've done enough. They've done enough in the, the games against the struggling teams, and then in, in the big game against Miami, they turned up. Uh, I was actually really surprised in that game to hear how many Buffalo fans are in their stadium at Miami. So um, it, was, it was it was almost like a home game for uh, for the Bills, Bills Mafia. Um, but yeah, a, a funny sort of way for them to come through. But I tell you what, it's, it's that pressure test, right? It comes in, and, and all of a sudden the season is on the line. So you just start to actually turn up. You make a couple of tweaks and changes here and there, and all of a sudden you are now the second seed in the AFC. It's crazy. Yeah, I know it is. Okay, let's look at the wild card weekend for me. Um, uh, like a lot of people, those just uh, casual watchers but love their NFL, we're always looking at the fullbacks. Cleveland against Houston. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco against the the kid, CJ Stroud. Who wins this? Yeah, it's a, it's a battle of the Cinderella's, isn't it? Man, oh man, I'm actually probably most excited for this game. Uh, I've been actually keeping close tabs on both of these teams throughout the year. Um, obviously, CJ Stroud, the rookie quarterback sensation from the Houston Texans. I keep watching him and telling people about this guy is doing something that is really not common for rookie quarterbacks, and he, he looks great already, uh, which is a, a scary thought for the rest of the league. And as you say, uh, 39-year-old Joe Flacco came in uh, about what sort of four or five weeks ago yeah. to Cleveland, 
having been sitting on the couch for uh, a year or so and uh, just came in and just acted like he, he owned the place, you know? So uh, so I think a great coaching job has been done by uh, the Browns staff, Kevin Stefanski and, and his team is just, they have been incredible considering they've gone through the season and just, com- you know, they've, they've had injuries on injuries on injuries. Like they've had key guys go down at, at key moments. Yet they've just kept powering on and all of a sudden, uh, the Cinderella man, Joe, he comes in and uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a shame that one of these teams has to lose, uh, but obviously it's going to be great for one of them to go through. So um, I'm really excited probably for that game out of all of them. Who wins, the experience of Flacco or the or the, the kid? Oh, look, oh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the kid. Oh, okay. I, I really, I really like what we've been doing, and I think, um, yeah, I think Houston at home is going to be a really special occasion for them. No one expected anything from them this year, um, so yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with the Texans to, to tip them. All right, I love this next game: Tui against Patrick, Dolphins against Chiefs, and for some reason, both these teams have had a, a poor back end of the season. Now, we know Mahomes is a genius, but can he can he get them going? Can they go back to back in Super Bowl? Look, uh, there's, there's, there's a couple of ways you can look at this. There's Patrick Mahomes, you never count him out. You know what he can do. He's, he's got the track record of of playoff wins before, um, Super Bowls, MVPs, all that sort of stuff. But having watched a bunch of their games this year, it's, it's hard to see it at the moment. They are, they're they just not clicking. I think the, the loss of Eric Bieniemy, their offensive coordinator, uh, who left at the end of last year, uh, I think that's actually affected things a lot more than anyone would care to um, you know really acknowledge. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. But hey, KC at home, uh, they're, they're always a tough team to beat. Um, at Arrowhead, so uh, it, it is not the same Chiefs team, um, but I would still probably, yeah, maybe give them the nod in this particular match against the Dolphins, who uh, they're yeah, they've just really um, they've, they've jumped on the old slip and slide in recent times, and um, and it hasn't really looked as as good as it you know it really was earlier in the season. All righty, let's go to Sunday in the AFC, and you've got Pittsburgh, who uh, can thank Jackson for, for being there, as can the Bills, because they play each other. Josh Allen against who? Is he going to uh, uh, Pittsburgh going to pick Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett? Well, well yeah, that's a, that's a really fine choice there, isn't it? A um, <laughs> couple of fine vintages. Uh, I think they'll probably go with uh, Mason Rudolph uh, if, if healthy. Um, the offense in the last couple of weeks is all of a sudden just. It's, it's started to really, you know, turn on, uh, which is more than we can say for the rest of the season. I'm actually quite shocked. Um, obviously shocked that the Jaguars didn't make it, but hell, when well, Pittsburgh managed to get through, having seen what they were doing with the ball earlier in the year, man, oh man, uh, that's another um, tribute to some great coaching and then just, you know, an organisation with some real grit to it, the Steelers. Uh, but I think, yeah, going into Buffalo, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be probably, uh, I would say, Buffalo weather, dare I say, which is uh, not always the most inviting. Pittsburgh are a team that, you know, they're not unused to conditions like that, but uh, Buffalo at home should be um, should be too tough to beat and people will be uh, jumping on tables, I think, at least for another week. I'm giving the pack no chance against Dak and the Cowboys because you know Cowboys are my team, 12-5 and five against the 9-8 pack. And I, I'm just wondering, I'm not sure whether Cowboys go all the way this year. 
Well, look, it's uh, they are they're an interesting team, aren't they? The Cowboys. Uh, they have they've looked sensational in parts, and uh, in other parts they've looked less than so. So um, I can see that you've you've probably been enjoying a bit of a roller coaster ride throughout the season. Yeah. Um, and yeah, now that they get a, a home playoff game, big match, really probably one of the I would say the biggest game for them since they uh, last. Probably played Green Bay at home a few years ago. I'm not going to say how that game went, but um, the, the Green Bay are a tricky little, they're a slippery little eel this year. They've, um, they've, they've, they've basically started off pretty slowly, um, but as they've gone on, they've just kind of warmed into their task, and they haven't really been sensational in any, you know, any one area across the field, but um, you know they've managed to get the results and, and do enough to uh, to get the win. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this matchup. I, I'm Probably likely to lean towards your your Cowboys. Um, what do you mean, like? What do you mean, likely to lean? Of course, you're going to lean with the Cowboys. <laughs> They're at home. Come on, enough of that. All right, I think the Rams Lions game. I'm just moving on. I think the Rams Lions game. Matthew Stafford used to be with the Rams. Now, uh, sorry, with the Lions. Now he's going to go back to the Lions and face Jared Goff and the Lions. I think the Lions is a great story this year. Twelve and five, and they look like a contender. Oh, absolutely. Got to love. I think that's probably been my favorite story of the NFL season, really. The, the Detroit Lions, long downtrodden, first time they get to host a playoff game in about 30 years. Uh, and and it's, it's really been such a tale of a uh, you know, the big trade that went down a couple of years ago. Of course, you mentioned Stafford went over to the Rams. Jared Goff went to the Lions. Uh, the Rams went on to win the Super Bowl, and it's it's sort of all come almost full circle now that these two teams run into each other in the playoffs. Uh, and, and really, a couple of exciting teams as well. This could be a really, um, you know, a high-scoring match. I think they've got some offensive talent on both sides, um, you know, both teams, should I say. Um, I, I think this could be, you know, a, a high-scoring, perhaps a shootout. Uh, and, you know, whoever flinches first uh, could... could you know, bob out. So I like to think that the Lions at home, I'm probably leaning towards probably too many home teams here because as we all know, the, the wild card round is, is that. It's wild. It gets crazy. It's all sorts of things that can happen. But man, you, you just got to, uh, I'd like to think anyway that Detroit at home with a, you know, a big crowd behind them and, and just, you know, uh, history against them in every, every sense of the word. Uh, I, I like to think that they could hopefully tip over the Rams, but man, that could, yeah, that game could really come down to the wire. I don't like Tampa Bay. They just, they're not my sort of team, but they've got Baker Mayfield, which I'm hearing could be his last game if they lose for the Buccaneers and he could become a free agent. But up against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, who again started the season raging hot, but like like uh, Kansas City, have just fallen away at the back end. Yeah, they're, they're an interesting case, the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. They got to a 10-1 record um, earlier in the year. And uh, having said that, they kind of, I felt they'd basically taken a couple of games that they should have lost. They still managed to hang on and win. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. This team is still doing its thing. However, it's a far different beast than what it was last year. Both the offensive and defensive lines uh, are not the same. Um, the defense in particular has been struggling. The, the Philadelphia Eagles lost both offensive and defensive coordinators after their Super Bowl run last year. So that's um, clearly had a bit of a, an impact on you know what they've been doing. Uh, and they run into a, a team. <laughs> now, the, uh, the, the only NFC team that's been in the playoffs for the last four, Four straight years of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
Uh, and yeah, everyone's sort of wondering. Um, obviously, someone has to qualify from the NFC South, um, but you know, everyone's wondering how on earth you know they managed to get there with Baker Mayfield, who's actually got a couple of uh, busted ribs, so he's been battling a little bit. Uh, in the past couple of weeks. So, yeah, a fascinating matchup in this one. Um, maybe, maybe, just maybe, uh, Philadelphia might be able to just kick it into gear and, and just, you know, have a few things click for them um, and, and maybe get the, the win on the road. Feels this this game feels like the Buccaneers have been a, like an NRL. You can you can actually get into the playoffs with just over a fifty percent record. But and then let's let's talk about your your favourite sport, the NRL. Uh, you're a host of Warriors Anonymous, uh, creator of the great Up the Wars song. Uh, how excited are you looking at pictures of uh, the Warriors training and getting to go and seeing seeing um, RTS ripped like anything else? Oh, I'll tell you what, so excited. Uh, in fact, I uh, over the weekend, my excitement peaked a little bit. I got so excited looking at all these, you know, videos and pictures of the guys training and that, and I thought, man, I'm going to get out there and go with a run on my own and, and probably went out and pulled a calf muscle. So uh, <laughs> that's, <my excitement. laughs> that's how excited I am for this season. I want to get out there. I had, you know, so much energy to, to, to burst out and, and, you know, try and utilize. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, an incredible season. Obviously, the NRL team is, is primed for a huge one, uh, but they're, uh, the, the pathways as well that have set up the other teams to, through the age grades uh, are also hugely exciting. We're going to be um, going to be looking into all of those teams uh, across the year at Warriors Anonymous. So, man, I tell you what, I, I, I really can't wait. I know a lot of people are just absolutely fizzing for uh, for the new season to start because, man, they just need a bit of a, a footy fix after the adrenaline, the, the sugar rush that was 2023. Yeah, how hard do you think it's going to be for them to repeat in the sense of go as well and maybe push one step further? Yeah, that's right. They go from being the uh, you know, under the radar. They went through a lot of the season last year and no one was even really uh, looking at them at all. And, and this year, people have got their eyes on them. They're the hunted, right? So uh, expectations definitely has gone up. And um, traditionally, that's been a real worry for you know for Warriors teams. Um, but I like to think that this is a different beast. Uh, watching them last year, you know, all the Warriors team I'd really recognised from the past. Uh, sure, we'd had success in the past, but um, how Andrew Webster and his team were, you know, had gone about, you know, shaping things in the club and and how guys were playing and, and the style of football that we were offering. Um, I, I think that um, that bodes well for what we're going to, you know, hope to do this year. And and you know, I, I like to think that the mindset. Um, is to go better and the coaches have been saying the same thing they're a little bit disappointed how things ended last year everyone seems you know really um, you know just locked in on their task during the preseason and that I know it's hard to get a gauge on you know what's happening in the preseason but uh, it seems as though everybody mentally anyway is, is really just you know zeroing in on their task and ready to go for 2024. Listen to you. All right, I'm going to let you go and get try not to explode. But but I'll say this: Happy Warriors our year. Oh, Happy Warriors our year! It, it is our year. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks, mate.